Good afternoon. Small-scale fishermen from traditional fishing communities in Cape Town say their voice on the allocation of fishing rights and quotas is being drowned out by big business and politicians. A meeting organized by the South African United Fishing Front is taking place in Cork Bay this morning to create a platform that they say will ensure that the voice of bona fide fishermen is heard. Convener Pedro Garcia says they want the imbalances of the apartheid era addressed, where he says fishing communities were allocated a 10% quota against the 90% of big business. Many of the fishermen from time to time are claimed to be represented by individuals or by organizations who are rather there in their own interests uh, as opposed to the interests of the, of the real fisher folk. And looking at what is happening in the fishing industry right now, the adverse impact of the rights allocation processes is going to be daunting and devastating to say the least over the next uh, 12 to 15 years if we don't address these issues immediately. We certainly need a platform that can project the voice of the real fishermen. Passengers on a Translux bus were fortunate to escape unharmed when their bus caught a light this morning in the Southern Cape. Western Cape Traffic Chief Kenny Africa says the incident happened on the N2 not far from George. It is not yet clear what caused the fire. Africa says the passengers were able to disembark before it was completely engulfed in flames. The bus was traveling towards Cape Town when uh, the bus burned out totally. Currently, the bus is still standing uh, on the yellow lane, direction Cape Town, between Swartley and Setsfield. Uh, Luckily, there were no injuries. All the passengers uh, were freed um, just in time. The Western Cape Education Department says all matriculants from Imizama Yetu High School at George in the Southern Cape have received their results. This after the school withheld results for learners who had either lost or not returned textbooks. This led to an investigation by the department into the matter. Sipiwe Hobasi reports. On Thursday, the school's principal, Mvoisi Mbochelo, was adamant that no learner will receive their results with outstanding textbooks. The parent is supposed to replace that textbook either by buying it or by paying the price for that textbook. Director of Communications at the department, Paddy Atwell, says the issue has been resolved and all results have since been issued. Atwell has also urged former matriculants to return textbooks so that the class of 2017 can utilize them. Spiwe Wobasi, ABC News, in George. To end this bulletin, African leaders are in the Ghanaian capital, Accra, where Nana Akufu-Addo is being sworn in as the new president. Akufu-Addo, a former human rights lawyer, beat the incumbent John Mahama in last month's election. The BBC's Anne Busby reports. Several African heads of state are among 6,000 people gathered amid tight security in Independence Square in central Accra. Last month's election was not only a personal triumph for Nana Akufoado, a former human rights lawyer who had failed in two previous attempts to become president, it's also being seen as a success for democracy on a continent where leaders are all too often reluctant to hand over power. In the week that Ghanaians voted in their new leader, President Yaya Jame of the Gambia said he would challenge the results of the election that he lost. After today's inauguration, African leaders will discuss how to ensure that he steps down. For Good Up FM News, I'm Tamara Snow.